NL Newsday with Jeff Andreas. Thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday. Hope you're having a nice Thursday so far. It's 352 August the 5th. Now, we just got finished talking about Lytton and the devastation that was experienced there and how the insurance industry is handling that situation. Thankfully, though, we haven't seen that kind of devastation uh, in a number of other places that have had to be on evacuation orders, such as uh, Spence's Bridge. Twelve days after being evacuated because of the Lytton Creek wildfire, people in the Spence's Bridge area were able to go home on Tuesday. 169 properties saw the evacuation order downgraded to an alert, and the TNRD has said that now it can be expected they will remain on alert for the foreseeable future. It's overall definitely some good news for those in the community, and now that they have returned home, what do things look like? Well, I'm pleased to welcome now the director for Electoral Area I, Stephen Rice. Stephen, how are you here this afternoon? Well, I'm pretty good, you know, uh, <laughs> considering. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I imagine you're quite happy to be home right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Scorching landscape, blackened uh, hills and uh, and all, and uh, smoke went in a little more today, so that was uh, um, too bad. Yesterday was uh, blue sky day, though, the first blue sky day, I guess, for quite some time. Hey, anytime we see even a little bit of blue in the sky, it makes me excited these days because, man, the smoke is just ravaging uh, the lungs, the body, and I think everybody out here in this area can, can feel it. I imagine you're feeling the same way, right? Every time you step outside, you're, you're wondering what the heck is breathing into your lungs here. Yeah, it's pretty, and, and you know, it's sort of how the emotions work, too, because uh, I just stepped outside right before your call, and the winds have really picked up, and it's really... Really warm today. It's it's approaching 37, 38 degrees and stuff like that. And then you see this wind pick up, and I don't know. It just sort of peaks your emotions at the same time. Uh, wind is, you know, not something that you really want right now. You know, even coming back and, you know, you, you look in the hills and there's all these puffs of white, and uh, it's the smoldering of the of the old crags that have been down probably for some time, and they're still smoldering and. And uh, so, you know, the fire's gone and the uh, uh, order is lifted and the alert. People get to come back home, but it's a it's a different journey coming back home with the with the, with the scorched landscape and puffs of white and knowing the fire's still there and uh, you know uh, waiting for a, a wind and uh, and Mother Nature to sort of maybe uh, change the scenario. So it, it's you know it's still got that in the back of your mind. Absolutely. I mean, what goes through your mind during the evacuation order period, right? When you're stuck away from home in a different community for 12 days, that can't be an easy thing for, for you to deal with mentally. I can't imagine it would be. Well, I don't think it's easy for anybody to deal with mentally and stuff like that. Uh, you know, you always want to be close to home and, and family and stuff like that. And, and, and in our case, it was really, it was really devastating to be honest with you and stuff like that because we had uh, personal uh, uh, family tragedy to deal with at the same time we had to deal with the fire and stuff like that so for for us it was uh, as a family we coming off a pandemic and and that and then the fires and things like that it was like you know uh, a hat trick of of disasters that you know we're trying to you know uh, navigate and uh, emotionally and physically and all that kind of stuff so you know everybody had different scenarios everybody had a unique you know uh, uh, situation they were dealing with and i think it was difficult to you know when there's tragedy like this you sort of need to be together 
And as a family, that's where your support is, your family and friends. And, you know, on a wildfire, think about it, you know, they were sending the folks down here to Chilliwack and Kelowna and stuff like that. And I think one thing that came to light to me out of the whole situation is uh, we need to have some, you know, um, reception centers set up, you know, fairly yeah. close and so families can stay together and not be spread all over the countryside, too. It's a time when support's most needed is in the, in the wake of a tragedy like uh, those wildfires and stuff like that. So I think it was difficult for a lot of people. Yeah, well, you mentioned some people having to go as far away as Chilliwack. And I know there was some issues with the highway closures when you guys were first being told you had to get out. Uh, I mean, that is not a close drive. How... How, what kind of stories or what kind of um, um, experiences were you hearing from people who were having to, you know, take these crazy alternate routes to try to get somewhere to safety and get to a community where there is, you know, some support for them to be able to check into an emergency center? Uh, you know, going close by is hard enough and being sent three hours away, I, I imagine that just takes a, a massive toll on someone. And, and hopefully they had, you know, the preparations in place and a full tank of gas in order to get there. Yeah, and, you know, the, the route to get there, because, of course, it, at the time, you know, uh, the highway is closed, and uh, and so uh, when they evacuated, of course, Spence's Branch, you can't go on Highway 1 to Chilliwack and stuff like that. You have to go the other, you have to go directly east instead of head west, and then make a right turn and head west, so it is a long journey. You're going in the wrong direction when you leave, and to complicate things, there was some road work going on, and uh, and there was a 15-minute delay on Highway Number One when when the town was evacuated. Fortunately, I called in, and uh, and uh, MOTI did shut down operations later in the day. But there was all those things going on, and you know you're being told to leave town, and uh, and all of a sudden uh, you know you have to go a long ways away, and you don't have time really to make arrangements to where are you going, where are you going, where are you going. So I can imagine family members are trying to locate family members. You know, where did so-and-so go? I heard a t- tale from one one of the neighbors who ended up going to Merritt, and he was told to go to a camp spot, and he spent four days trying to get into the camp spot and never did get into the camp spot. He says, you know, he had the means to get a hotel room and stuff, but he was wondering, how about the folks that didn't have, you know, the money or the means to get a hotel room and stuff like that? So there was some real... Um, you know, hardships, I would say. And then, and that touched on their, you know, uh, basically uh, where the support system was, which the family support system, I think, uh, needs to be thought about a little better, you know, next time something like this happens. Yeah, well, there's definitely some lessons to be learned, it sounds like, for sure. Well, I'm glad that, you know, it seems like everyone was able to get out okay and now has been able to return home and you know, things definitely could have been a lot worse. You do remain on evacuation alert, so uh, hopefully that it stays that way, and you see that alert maybe get lifted soon, although it sounds like you might be under that for a little bit of time. So, um, yeah, just just stay safe, okay, Stephen? And thank you so much for your time here this afternoon. Yeah, and thank you, and uh, appreciate your time also, and you stay safe also. Fantastic stuff. There's Stephen Rice right there, the uh, electoral or the director, excuse me, for electoral area I with the Thompson Nicola Regional District. Stephen Rice again speaking to the evacuation of Spence's Bridge. They were able to go home on Tuesday after being evacuated for 12 days due to the Litton Creek wildfire. Now they do remain on evacuation alert, so it's not like they're out of the woods by any stretch just yet, but definitely better to be sitting at home uh, than be stuck, you know, three hours away in somewhere like Chilliwag or be stuck waiting for a campsite, as was the case for another individual sitting there waiting and fortunately had the means to buy a hotel. But not everyone has those means. So I'm glad that, again, everyone seems like they were able to stay safe. 
And I hope that that continues to be the case here moving forward. Thanks so much, Stephen, for your time here today.